0: Don't let data disasters slow you down. CrashPlan has your back and keeps you moving. Go to CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year of CrashPlan. That's CrashPlan.com slash BossProject for 50% off your first year. Back up better with CrashPlan. Let's dive into this episode.
1: I'm so excited to have this conversation, mostly because one of my favorite things in the world is to either learn or do something or unlock a kind of strategy. And then within two seconds, turning around and talking about it. I don't like to let anything fester for very long. I just, you know, peek behind the curtain, behind the scenes. For sure. So some of you might have seen on my personal Instagram at Emily says, or on our stories at boss project that I just did a rebrand.
0: You did. What do you think, first of all? Do you love it? It's so different, but like in an amazing kind of way. And I think part of the reason I dig it is because, well, let's be clear. Pretty much up until this point, every branding related anything Either I've done it for us or Emily or, um, me. <laughs> or Emily's attempt to hack it herself. It was kind of nice just giving my opinion throughout the process and not actually designing anything because of that, it turned out nothing like if I had done it. So I love that because everyone's design is so different, but it's a little modern. It's a little woo. It's a little earthy. I don't know. It speaks to me. It speaks to me too. Well, I wanted to talk about a
1: little bit of behind the scenes on how the rebranding process went, how long it took, just the process that I as the client for the first time in forever went through the relationship I had with my amazing designer. And I want to answer some questions because when I got my first version, which is nothing like what we ended up with, I shared it inside of a really small little makers group that I'm in. And I was like, I decided to hire someone for my branding and we're going through this. And this is like the first thing she sent me. And I love it. Like, I think we're like heading somewhere. I knew it wasn't solid yet. So I got some comments on that post and someone was like, It's so stunning. I'm dying to rebrand, but terrified that I'm too indecisive on what I want. Did you have a good idea of what you wanted or did you give them free creative reign? And then a bunch of other people commented too and a bunch of people sent me DMs kind of about the same thing. It's just like the idea of not only finding a designer, which seems overwhelming, that someone that you can afford, someone that you click with, someone that has aesthetics that you like. Yeah. that seems a feat in and of its own self. But then even once you start the process, how do you really land on something that feels like you? Because the main comments that I've gotten on this, I just debuted the brand yesterday on my stories last night. And people are saying, this is so you, this is you, this is you. Because I strongly believe that a brand, your logo, your colors, any tagline that you might use is an extension of truly you and your soul and what you're making, whether it's physical, digital, it doesn't matter how you're serving people and showing up. And so finding that, getting someone else to creep into your brain and Mm -hmm. in your heart and in your soul and put something in typography and design that matches that, it seems kind of overwhelming. And so I want to talk about kind of what I went through, but I also want to ask you just throughout this episode – Because this is what you used to do for people.
0: Yeah, it's literally my job, you guys. It was literally what people paid me. Lots of money to do for their brand. But I will say, I think so many people in the very beginning stages of their business, and maybe even like a few years in, they may not be ready to hire a designer to do this for them. And that's totally cool. And that's why I want to give you like a spoiler alert. Can I do a spoiler alert around here? Always. Always. Okay. Well, word on the street is the creative template shop is launching some branding packs next Um. month. (laughs) Okay. That sounds great in their (laughs) ear. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's going to be freaking fantastic. And it's just included with your membership. So we're going to have different brands that align with the color stories we already have, which are all very different anyway. Yeah. And so I'm stoked for that because this could literally save you a thousand dollars. So
1: the reason why I decided I was ready is because I felt like I was doing what a lot of people did. And, and I also want to give the example that what I did, yes, was a total rebrand top to bottom, but I also feel like it was a little bit of hybrid of, I needed to make it a little bit more inexpensive than a total custom rebrand. So I kind of want to give the differences for that, but I'm someone who, and we've talked about this all the time when talking about the creative template shop. And the reason why I'm so jazzed about it is because I have a design eye, 100%. I know when something doesn't look right Mm -hmm. or when something is beautiful or good design or design that makes you feel good or I can style a room, a gallery wall, obviously make earrings. Like I'm here for that. But for some reason, my brain just blanks putting together like digital elements on a screen to feel what I feel inside and to make it feel done. Because of that, I've kept my logo. I didn't really have a
0: logo. I had my name and font. It was just a font. It was just simplified. So I think if you're in that state, the, the first step is really trying to identify, do you want to do something that's kind of out of the box, like something at the creative template shop, are you wanting to do semi-custom or full custom? Now, if you're wanting to do semi-custom or full custom, I think it's really important that you identify someone that you jive with both personality-wise, but style-wise is huge. Here's the thing. I'll just spoiler alert, all this. Again. (laughs) You guys, designers, they can say they're flexible. They can say they can design in a variety of styles, but generally speaking... There's going to be a box. It's going to look a lot like everything else they've already done. It might be new fonts. It might be new designs, new elements. But the feeling you get from their other work is the feeling you would get from this new project. And so when you are looking around, I don't want you to be like, oh, they're just an amazing designer. I'll just go with them. I want you to be like, look at them and then be like, Ooh, if it turns out like even 2%, like any of the rest of these, I'm going to be so excited. That's the feeling you should have. The cool thing, but also kind of crazy thing is because so many people offer branding, you're going to find price points. Yes. That huge range of price points. So there's definitely an option at pretty much every stage of business and depending on how in-depth it is, because, you know, some people, they'll just throw you back A JPEG of one thing, and that's all you ever get. And other people are going to have design elements, and they're going to help with packaging or they're going to help with other assets that your brand might have, social media designs, all the things. So that's going to kind of depend when you go down that road.
1: Don't be afraid if you have maybe some people who you've been following who are brand people or you have a relationship with or whatever, because this is how it was for me and they don't have super clear packages or any packages at all, you just know that they kind of work with people, don't be afraid to ask them, here's all of the assets that I might want. And they might charge you a package rate for the logo or package rate for color branding and logo and one other design element or whatever. But I had lots of very industry specific things like thank you cards and stickers and packaging stuff like for my rebranding package. And I basically just like sent her an email that bullet pointed dream world. I got every one of these things designed all together. Kind of what would that look like? And so she was able to estimate for me, well, here's for sure what it's going to be for the logo. Cause I just do those at this price. And then here's my hourly rate. Here's maybe like what it would be. And I always like to like one and a half times how much hours they might tell me it takes because it's not that I'm constantly changing my mind or needy, but I know me and I'm going to be like, oh, can we also do one more sticker? Oh, can we also add this thing over here? Because I'm going through a learning process within my packaging in and of itself of what do I want to offer inside Mm -hmm. when you open your box or whatever. And so getting someone who's also super flexible with, Being able to throw on more things, and if it's not what they normally how they normally offer stuff, don't hesitate to ask to see if that's something they're willing to do.
0: Yeah, some people are going to be super flexible. I mean, I definitely had specific packages back in the day, but if someone wanted to customize it, you guys, I did custom work for pretty much every client. So usually, if people are presenting a package, it's because they're trying to streamline their process. But it's not that they're not willing. And some people are very stern on, no, this is, this is the process and this is the package. And I think that's part of you understanding the personality of who you're working with. For sure.
1: So I want to kind of talk about what I decided to, to have ready and bring to the table before I started working with my designer, because I feel like this is the main kind of thing, right? Where this person responded on my thing where she was like, I have an idea ish. But I don't want to pay someone for them to tell me you're clueless and I can't help you. (laughs) So I wanted to provide some clarity on that. First of all, it's never going to get to the point where you're paying someone and then they're saying, I can't help you. If that happens, that's a shady service provider. And yeah. That's not going to happen. There's always with good, good service providers, a pre-vetting process, where you hop mm-hmm. on a Zoom call and, and brain dump on them and they come back to you and say, here's what I think we could do, or I don't think mm-hmm. this is a good fit. You're going to know before you spend a dime mm-hmm. whether you're going to move forward and what you're going to get out of it. Mm-hmm. So there's that. I kind of felt that way going into working with Julie, where I was like, this is what I've presented as for so long, where it's just my name, my personality is really neutral. My house is really neutral. But I have grown into this space within my art, within earrings that I'm creating, that are a little bit bolder version of my natural tendencies. Mm -hmm. And I really like that. And Mm -hmm. I didn't want to be known as a neutral shop, as a neutral maker at all. But that was all I knew because, I mean, you put like black and navy and maybe a cream together like that was me that's all I would ever do Mm -hmm. maybe throw in a blush in there but those were safe and so I wanted to feel what was good for me and still felt like me but Mm -hmm. push even my comfort zone a little bit and so the the first round of what we got back was 100% my comfort zone and I easily could have been like I love it let's run with it and go for it But what I did, this is something you just kind of have to know about yourself, is Julie sent me the email. I looked at the logos. I looked at the brand colors. My natural tendency is to look at something and immediately fall in love. with. I either love it or hate it. I mean, that's just like who I am as a person. Immediately love it. And I was very tempted to just email back, be like, love it. Let's move forward, blah, blah, blah. But I told her, I said, I have a tendency to do that and then wanna make changes like a week later. So I'm gonna give myself three full days before I respond to you about this at all. I see it, I'm gonna sit with it, I'm gonna get some feedback from some other people and then I'll let you know. And I'm so, so happy I did that Mm -hmm. because I texted Abby, I texted my best friend, I looked at it, I woke up and looked at it, I slept on it, I looked at more Pinterest inspiration and I really tried to ask myself, If this isn't a 100% yes, what about it do I not like? What about it do I want to change? Because me just saying I don't like it is not going to help because that wasn't true. I loved it but I just didn't want to go with it. And so I think those three days and getting feedback from other people, and especially you being in the industry and knowing, giving me language to say, okay, based on what you're saying, here's what I would ask her to change. Or based on what you're saying, maybe look at some different color options. Abby was really good at helping me kind of figure out, pinpoint the changes that I could make or suggest. Mm-hmm. And once I did that, it was just a couple of days later and Julie came back with fire and I was like, this, we're here. This is it.
0: <laughs> well, you're welcome. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I think in terms of how do you talk to a designer and how yeah. do you give them feedback? When you got that initial design, I could tell your immediate reaction was, I dig this. I love it. But there's just something about it and you couldn't really articulate it, but you're just like, I don't know. And Me knowing you, I could tell immediately there was a couple of things going on. The first for sure was colors. They weren't bad colors. I don't think there's really any such thing as bad colors. But I know you well enough to know what you really dig. And I was like, I think something more (laughs) like, I know Emily is a visual person. So I literally found a color palette that I thought was a little more in line. And then that spurred her like, oh, let me look at some other colors. I think you're right. I think that's part of the problem. Don't be afraid to be so specific with your direction. If you're like, I dig where this is going, but I literally can't stand this color blue. Right. You need to say that. And don't just say you hate the color blue. Like, You need to be like, I want it to be more teal or I want it to be and like, send a screenshot of something you really like. It doesn't have to be a color palette. Right. Let me be clear. Like It could literally right. be a pillow or a blanket or right. a wall a or a piece of furniture. It yeah. doesn't matter. But you being more specific when you are giving color feedback of something else you like instead is going to make your designer's job a gajillion times easier. A good designer knows how to pick a color out of any image. So that's not a problem. Want to learn exactly step-by-step step how to get paid to generate leads in your business? I told you
1: for the initial round, I feel like this font feels too traditional and feminine. What do I want instead? Basically is what I was asking Abby. And so she, again, gave me adjectives to actually search for different type of fonts, went to Pinterest, went to different font websites, found kind of some things. But I told Abby, I said, finding a font for me is so overwhelming because there are literally millions of fonts. And oh, I, yeah. I just get so overwhelmed, I don't know what to do. And so Abby goes go back to her and say this sentence and then let her do that work for you because this is her job. Like she's more skillful at this part than you will ever be. So let your designer do that for you and then let her present you options. And so instead of me browsing fonts.com until three in the morning, I went back to Julie and said, here's what I'm looking for. I gave her exact words. I think I said, I love the serif. I love the kind of femme quality, but I want it thicker, bold, and more modern or something like that. Again, just browse Pinterest of not fonts, but like just invitations Design. that I liked or mm-hmm. quotes that I liked or whatever that used styles that I liked. Within a couple of days, she came back with three options. I loved one of them.
0: Right. And I think for that, it was just as simple as if you understand what you like, there's generally things that are similar. You're going to run into issues occasionally where it's like a handwritten font and someone hand designed the whole thing. And that's fine. Usually you can find something similar. Occasionally your designer, that'll be their specialty. So like if that's something you're looking for, you're going to need to be aware. But keep in mind... If you want to be able to use this in other areas of your branding, you using a font instead of a hand-drawn design might be something you want. And there's also people that will only use a handwritten in their logo, and then they'll find fonts that are complementary and elevate that design, but they are different. And so I think that's important as a differentiation. But when you were looking at fonts, I could tell really quickly what you did and didn't like, but it was, I think you were struggling to articulate it. And I was like, okay, well, I can tell you like the thick, thin of this, but the thin part of this font is so thin that it makes it hard to read. And so you have to consider not just the look, but like, how are you going to utilize it? If your logo is only going to go on your website, that's one thing. But for Emily... She's using it on packaging. It's going to be printed. I'm printing stuff at home, so it can't be this intricate thing. So it needs to be bold enough that you're not going to have legibility issues. And when I designed back in the day, I often would... Zoom it out so that it's like the size of a postage stamp and look at it there. If you can't read it the size of a postage stamp, it's probably not going to work. Not saying that you're going to ever have it quite that small, but legibility in my mind is just as important as beauty and design. And that's why I'm
1: not a huge fan of script or even most handwritten fonts. I think they're beautiful, they're stunning. Handwriting is not that easy to read nine times out of 10. And so if you're
0: using it, you know, for your logo even or headers on your website, I'm like, what the f- does this even say? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely took a gamble, including a handwritten font on my site. That I use it sparingly and only on and like when it's like two or three that words. People
1: know what they are.
0: Yes. Yes.
1: Like you're gonna say like recipe in that word. Like everyone knows what that word is. Your brain doesn't need to read every
0: letter to know what it is. It's an instant reaction. If you have to think about it, it's not working. If you're making up a word for your brand,
1: please don't also then use a handwritten calligraphy right. file. Oh no, I don't know what it is. <laughs> what? what? <laughs> yeah. This was us, yeah, no side story, but this was us yesterday or the other day we were driving around and there's this mattress company in a strip mall and the name and font of their company, the word was not a real word and the font was really difficult to read. All the letters were really close together and really skinny and sans serif. So I was just like, I can't tell where one letter ends and the other one begins And it was on a literal sign outside, just like a Marshall sign or a Michael sign. Like that's how big a sign it was. And we were across the street, couldn't read it, couldn't read it. And I'm like, what is that? Jopico? jumping?" I literally couldn't tell. And so I had to just start Googling like J-O and then mattress or whatever. And I found it, but I was like, I don't know what this word is and I can't read it.
0: Well, and most people will give up. Nobody's going to go Google it. No, I know. I I was like irritated.
1: (laughs) No, I'm sure. Okay. So I also wanted to share this too, because I think this is a good idea and hack for people who maybe don't want to do a two, three, $5,000 rebrand because that's a thing, but also maybe you want to spend more than 350 bucks on like a logo from, I don't know, somewhere, right? With a brand kit or whatever, which by the way, ours aren't going to be that much. And if you're a member, you get it free included in your membership for only $47 a month. So you should definitely check out the creative Temple shop, but I wanted a mix in between, I'm going to buy some elements in the font, but I want your design brain to put it together and to make me something really cool. And a huge part of this was me getting files that were properly sized for what I needed. That is like, I'm not going to spend the time doing that. I want you to make a four by six card front and back with a pattern and I'll give you the words for it and you just like make it happen. Because she can do that lickety split. It would take me four ever to make that happen so I came to the table with brand elements already purchased and then when we found the font I purchased it and then she put everything together so there might be instances where your brand package includes the purchase of your font if you guys find one that your designer doesn't currently own so you might want to be aware that it's either included or they're going to bill you extra for that I think they mostly bill you for that pretty much always And then if you're getting, I don't know, a watercolor element or whatever that you want to add, you're going to have to pay for those extra elements as well. Mm -hmm. I had them already picked out before I started working with Julie, because in my brain, I was like, I'll just buy all these elements and then put them together in a logo because I can do that. And I have time for that. I don't, I don't want to do that. I have no desire to do that. And so I just came to her being like, I already have these. I want you to use them. Great. Go for it.
0: (laughs) Right. I think in general most designers will bill you for a font. Some will have in their contract a font license up to a, an X dollar amount. Yeah. Mine was like 16 bucks. So that yeah. might have been And some in a are fashion. super affordable. But I've spent I probably have spent up to like $400, but I wasn't buying one font. I was buying like a family of the same font to yeah. utilize across social web and print. And so I think it just kind of depends. Quality fonts are so worth it because I don't think you understand from like a design perspective, how much truly goes into designing a font that's functional. Cause there's just so many variations on like how letters and numbers fit together and ones that are done really well will auto change, like when you have a T and an H next to each other and little things like that. The people that do that for a living are super skilled and have spent a lot of years learning what they're doing. So, and as a designer, fully respect and pay people for that work. 100%. So please go pay for your shit. (laughs) Yes. Also, let me talk about licensing for a minute. Licensing is important. You need to understand if you are utilizing elements What are the rules and regulations of what you're purchasing? Inside the Creative Template Shop, our license is personal use, meaning you can use it for yourself Mm -hmm. and for your own business. But if you want to utilize it for clients, we have a commercial license. It's still a monthly membership, but that unlocks the ability for you to utilize it for up to 5 clients. So definitely if that's something you're interested in, send us a message. But if you're looking at other websites that sell packs, like cuz there's definitely things we don't have on our site. We don't necessarily have a ton of design elements and swooshes and flowers and stuff, you know? Yeah. Okay. I get it. You might be shopping around. You need to pay attention to what your rights are when you're purchasing that. Some the individual use is actually like literally individual use and not business individual use like you could use it on your kid's birthday card right or an invitation to your friends and family but if you're utilizing it in a setting where you're making money it's not allowed so you have to pay for a different license so pay attention to stuff like that and then some will say you can utilize it for a business but you can't use it in resale which that essentially means you could use that element on your website or on your brand or on your social but you couldn't like design a mug with those elements and then sell the mug understanding the personal rules and following them you guys I know a lot of times you think oh I won't get caught And I know is when I was a young designer oh I probably broke some rules along the way I had no money I didn't know what I was doing also the landscape of like finding those things was so new they didn't really exist five ten years ago But now I would very, very much recommend (laughs) that you pay attention to what you're actually licensing.
1: Yes. So I want to kind of talk about a little bit about budget, timeline, expectations, stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I went into this with... A pretty good awareness about what it was going to cost me. So I was not surprised. I knew about how many hours we were going to spend on it. I knew her hourly rate. I knew the price for just the logo. She offered to just do a logo for me. And then later on we can add on other stuff, but I was ready to make this investment. So I would say it
0: took us, would you say two or three weeks? When did I start working with Julie? It was pretty fast, though. In the grand scheme of things, it was for sure less than a month. Let me check for my sure. Email. Let's see. When we first started emailing
1: about, it was like July 3rd. Yeah, it was right before, I
0: remember. Yeah, it was right before. Yeah, so about three weeks. Yeah, about three weeks. So I'll put some stipulations on that as a brand designer. Normally, that's not how quick you're no. going to get a turnaround. If this no. is something they do full time, yeah, every designer is different. I would book up for months at a time. So you're just going to have to be aware. With Emily, I think part of it was she already kind of knew who she was going to work with. She had an existing relationship that always speeds up the process. And then you also we're pretty clear on what you wanted initially. It wasn't like I don't know, I didn't have to go through. So typically you
1: guys might need to go through a brand questionnaire and put together a Pinterest board for me and then let's have a chat and then like especially if you've never met your person before. And if this is what they do full full time, Julie, we've known each other for years. And a big reason why I went with her is because you guys might have seen my cricket saga on my Instagram stories where I was trying to make a fucking sticker on cricket using Canva and then printing and then cutting it out on cricket. Is and it was cricket in- or is it cry cut? It's cricket. Really? I've been saying Cree cut for years. It's cricket like the insect. Cricket. Okay. Okay. I don't know. It's bananas. You call it whatever you want. I call it a son of a bitch these days because I'm not <laughs> listening. So anyways, I was... Those stickers were terrible, by the way. So I printed these stickers. It literally looked like an adhesive turd. It was the ugliest thing your eyes have ever seen in your life. No, it looked like a 12 year old made it two
0: hours on a Saturday night,
1: which is not far from the actual reality of how it was made. So I share all of this on Instagram and was like, I going to throw this out the window, but I have the sticker still. Look, it's on my <laughs> it's right, so I never forget where it came from. So I'm sharing all this. Julie reaches out and she's like, Okay, I whipped up these stickers. If you want to test these out to see if they'll cut for you, if you hate them, like you don't have to use them, no problem, but thought of you. And first of all, that is the nicest thing ever. That is so sweet. She gave me two variations. I loved them. They were cute colors. They had, is that when she started even using the terrazzo print? I can't remember, but I was like, oh my God, that is so nice of you. She hadn't used the terrazzo print yet, but she did a plant outline on one of the stickers. Mm. And what was funny is that one of the stickers that I tested once I got past the turd sticker was a sticker with a plant outline in the background. I just pulled it from Canva. Like it wasn't anything fancy, but I hadn't shared that sticker yet. So when she shared me two options, one of them that had almost the exact same, I won't say clip art, but the exact same graphic that Mm -hmm. I had used, Mm -hmm. I was like, Julie, look at what I made and I just haven't showed it. They almost looked identical. Her was the professional amazing version. Mine just had the same leaf on it. And she was like, what? And so we already meshed. I felt like she was already kind of in my brain. She was already pulling out stuff that she knew I would like because she pays attention to what I post and she knows me as a human. So I say all of that because I, I feel like we were able to fast track at least a month of what would take to get to know each other and give some examples and create a mood board and do all of those things. We didn't have to do that work.
0: Also, not that you even notice, but like it's honestly a really great sneaky way to get clients.
1: Oh, I a hundred percent noticed. And I was like, I hope you do this every day because you landed me like that.
0: It's not that you turn around and what's the word I'm looking for? It's not going to work every time. But if someone bites on the initial like, oh, wait, and maybe I'm a sucker for this because I feel like I turn around and hire everyone that has done something for free for us. Because if you're willing to prove how hard you're willing to work, the level of respect I have for that person exponentially goes up. I think that was both very considerate of her. And I also imagine... Just like thinking back to how I felt back in the day, when you felt really in alignment with a client, it was a joy. It was fun. in the same way you love making earrings, it's not like it felt like extra work for her. She was probably sitting down with a glass of wine and like, it was fun. She whipped it up out of the kindness of her heart. I remember having very similar feelings about, I know we've kind of alluded to in the past that we somehow ended up in a food niche. And one of the last jobs we had with a client before we stopped working with clients was with the Unbakery and Juicery here in Kansas City. And if you're in Kansas City, you're like, wait, what? It couldn't have been a more dreamy client for me. The designs are so modern and so simplistic. And she already had an existing brand And she needed more labels. And I was like, okay, well, I'm going to come up with this whole system for her labeling and her packaging. When it feels right, it feels right. So I think sometimes people hesitate to communicate with the person they're working with because they don't want to like hurt their feelings.
1: Oh, that that was me every time. Every time, every time I sent feedback, I wasn't like apologizing every time because that's not who I am as a person. But when we went from version one of what she sent me. And I knew, okay, I'm going to ask you to do basically an entire rework. This was one option of a logo, but I want to see more that don't look like this. I felt really, really, really bad about that. And the one thing that encouraged me to say something is, well, A, I knew I was paying for it. Please speak up when you're paying for stuff. But Abby said in our text back and forth about what do I do? She said, she wants you to be happy. And I have to remember that as a service provider myself, I want nothing more than my clients to be happy. And I would be devastated if someone was just walking around with something that they have of mind that they don't like, or it's not right, or whatever, just because they didn't want to speak up.
0: Right. So here's the thing. I think a junior designer or someone who's just getting started, could you offend someone by giving them feedback? Absolutely. Yes. I have been offended. Yes. Okay. So this is not to say that they're not going to be frustrated, as some people will be frustrated. But someone who has a bit more maturity, not necessarily an age, it has nothing to do with age. It's all about experience. They are going to value your feedback, especially if it's good feedback. Yeah. It's when people would say, I wanted to have more pop. Where I was like, (laughs) gosh, damn it. I can't handle it. Uh-huh. I was like, what do you mean? What like, does that even mean? I don't know. I just want it to pop a little more. Okay. I will just send you the same thing, but in yellow. Like, what do you mean? <laughs> what does that mean? Do you want neon? Okay, I'm just, whatever. If you are sending specific guidance, the likelihood of them being offended is much lower. Also, I'll say there has been many a time where I got feedback from a client and I was like, okay, whatever. I'll change it. And then almost always by the end of it i was like okay this was so much better i'm so glad we went back and forth a little bit because it really came together well and i think for mutually for a
1: relationship when i came back with feedback let's go in a different direction but here's tangible guidance on where i want to go she was able to come back with something and when she delivered me my three options the second time which it was basically the same thing but kind of colors were in a little bit different spots and the tagline at the bottom was an outline in one version and filled in in another version. So it's basically the same, but she sent me back all caps. Oh my God. I think this might be like the best thing I've ever made. And I want her to feel like that too. How cool is that?
0: Yeah. If you want to really impress a designer and I feel like this might be something you do. So I, I think Julie would get a kick out of it, but I still remember there was this one client we had she was just so blown away. The next thing I know, I literally think a couple weeks later, she sent me a picture of her hand. She had tattooed her logo, not like her full logo, like line art that I had made. And it was kind of tribal Southwestern looking. She had tattooed one of her fingers and she's a jewelry designer and she makes rings. And so she had this tattoo with her custom rings. I literally bawled my yeah. eyes out. Yep. And I'm like, To think someone loves something I do that much that they want to tattoo it on their body? Yeah. Oh, you know, that's where my head's already at. I'm like, how can I get terrazzo pattern on my
1: body? (laughs) (laughs) So, what I wanted to also share was so, Julie and I were doing a back and forth on DMs the other day. And because she goes, Thank you for giving me this chance. I learned so much and you were so unbelievably patient. And I said, Oh my God, I had so much anxiety about being a nightmare client. And I said, because my natural tendency, especially being in this industry, I'm just like, oh, everything is fine. It's perfect. Don't trouble yourself. I'll settle. It's fine. And then she literally comes back with, you are the best client I have ever had. And so I just want you guys to know when you have a good relationship, when you speak up for what you want, like you guys will create magic together. Magic. And that's not only good for you and for your brand, but for your designer as well.
0: Well, if I had anything to do with helping you be more clear, then yay. (laughs) So
1: I want you guys to definitely go check out Julie on Instagram. Mm -hmm. She told me to go ahead and send you guys. She has two Instagram accounts because she also has an Etsy shop where she sells like some prints and mugs. I have a mug of hers because she's an office super fan like I am. And so I have a coffee mug that says, I feel God in this Chili's tonight. And if you know anything, that's a good Pam Beasley quote. And it's, so funny i laugh every time so i ordered that mug from her shop she has other cute quotes in there too that's cup of sea designs like s e a on instagram but if you want to get to know julie and reach out to her follow her on her personal instagram at pickpocket it's p i c p u c k e t t i've tagged her a lot in my instagram too so you should be able to find her and she is taking clients like she's happy to work with you guys it's her job like she's good at it but i know she works with a friend of ours too and so reach out to her and just have a conversation. It was truly, truly so amazing. I'm so happy I did it. I feel really, really, really jazzed about it. I think my website
0: looks so good. My packaging looks so good. (laughs) Well, before we let you guys go, I think it would be a miss of us to not mention that our amazing designer for Boss Project and Creative Template Shop, Tara Moser, Moser, Mosier, Mosier, I don't know. I just We don't phonetically know how to say any of our team members. Well, it's a problem. They've been around for so long. It's like, when you say it, like, I don't know when to ask them how to say their last name. Anyway, Tara's amazing. I've literally known her for, oh my God, maybe a decade. That's weird. Anyway, I knew her before I knew Emily way back in the day, but she is the designer behind all things boss projects. She's the creative director over at the template shop. And if you want to like, sneaky snake and like follow her and see more of the things she's doing behind the scenes you can definitely go follow her over at oregon lane studio that's o-r-e-g-o-n-l-a-n-e studio awesome stuff love these women they're amazing there's so many designers in our community and i just can't wait to see the brand drop in the creative template shop it's going to be amazing stay tuned with your email make sure you're a member it's going to be fantastic we'll talk to you guys soon Looking to elevate your brand without the headache? Join the co-op, our Creative Template Shop membership. With thousands of easy-to-customize templates, all crafted to seamlessly fit your business aesthetics, we make nurturing leads and driving sales effortless. We're talking serious impact and seriously simple creation. Become a member now at creativeshopcoop.com and transform your business today. That's creativeshopcoop.com.